0: Hey, you guys, this is Dietrich Davis. And this is Mark Knight, a.k.a. Mark Morrell, a.k.a. Mark. Whatever whatever you want to (laughs) be. All right. Um, This is our other show. This is Wrestlers with Experience, but we're going to talk about IWGP, a.k.a. New Japan. All right, now. Wait, hold on. Isn't it funny how everyone calls it IWGP, but it's really New Japan?
1: Actually, to clear that, IWGP is the name for their governing body. Of their matches Which is International Wrestling Grand Prix The promotion is New Japan Pro Wrestling Shin for Pro Wrestling for a Smarties. Um, Smarties um, Anytime that we refer to New Japan Pro Wrestling I'll, I'll refer to it as Shin Nihon Pro Wrestling, mm. Or maybe uh, NJPW um, IWGP's IWGP will always be referred to As far as like Their governing body For the sanctioning of matches Sort of like The National Wrestling Alliance Right
0: and then their world title
1: is the grand prix belt, the international
0: right. grand prix the championship. IWGP
1: heavyweight title, their tag belts, junior tag, uh junior heavy and their United States championship. So
0: I remember when I fr- I remember I remember you said you got exposed to it early in the thousands.
1: Like early 90s. I got, I was exposed to it as as a matter of fact, to be frank with you, I'll take it back even further um I was exposed my first um exposure to New Japan Pro Wrestling was in this um, book mm-hmm. of um, pro wrestling. And, of course, they had a picture of Hogan in this magazine because he was the, you know, of course, the, the face of pro wrestling in America in the uh, the 80s. And in the, in the book, it mentioned that he was the first IWGP heavyweight champion at the same time holding the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight title. Where, and also, there's the famous interview where he says, "This
0: is real." Yeah, that's fake. Exactly. I wonder what Vince said to him behind the scenes behind that.
1: Well, Vince really didn't care. I don't think it was he like, cared. Vince you know,
0: like IWGP I, 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 I What? Probably.
1: Damn it, power! What is he talking
0: about? <laughs> you know, Terry. I don't know what you is, but uh,
1: whatever. I'm gonna have a talk with Inoki. Inoki.
0: But um, for me, I got exposed to it early '95. At this store on Pickett Avenue called Video Haven. Right. And then later on, about a year or two later, at a place called Bargain Bazaar in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I remember when Bargain Bazaar used to be a whole city block. Right. And they had the guy bootlegging all the Japanese anime and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then bootlegging the wrestling. And that's where you went to go trade tapes. That's what is showing our age because Bargain Bazaar is barely a store now. Absolutely. And Fulton yeah. Street is completely different.
1: Word. Now, my other bits of exposure was uh, watching The Great Muda mm-hmm. wrestling in uh, the National Wrestling Alliance, or WCW, uh, then learning about guys like him and Masa Chono and um, Hiroshi Hase and Masa Saito and Vader and all these other guys. Um, you know, and- that's why I learned about Stan Hansen. Not Stan Hansen. Yeah, Stan yeah, the Stan Man Hansen. Hansen. Stan Hansen, He became
0: definitely. easily my favorite wrestler come around swinging that cowbell shit yeah, and a 360 and knocking them. So we're not people who, I'm not knocking anybody who just discovered New Japan. There are people discovering new wrestling every day as exactly. I am, new right. federations, new companies. But for me, when I saw Stan Hansen on video come down the aisle, I thought that was the, f- the flyest shit I ever yeah. seen in my life and, and the original king of the clothesline.
1: Exactly. And you know, What's good about New Japan, in my honest opinion, was, and is, is that they've incorporated, Inoki incorporated so much stuff um, in the promotion that um, you had a mix of everything. He was the forefather of mixed martial arts.
0: Also, wasn't that called the Dark Ages of New Japan?
1: No, no, no. This was the Golden Age okay. of New Japan. because there was a point when New Japan was trash. From 1972 all the way up to 1990. Nine. That's when New Japan was at its apex. Right. Two thousands, late ninety nine, two thousands. That's when the New Japan Pro Wrestling was in a slump. When mm. they were the number three promotion in Japan. Mm. The number they were the number three promotion in Japan, and they were perhaps maybe number five in
0: the world. Yeah, because that's when FMW. Was on an all-time FM, high yeah, with the with the exploding ring mass, the death matches. All Japan was all Japan was, was like at the, the second, strong number two. Strong, strong
1: number two, pro wrestling Noah was uh, at a at at a strong number three.
0: So let's say New Japan was kind of like four,
1: right? You know, but
0: and and let's give and let's give thanks to uh, Gato for you know, th- rebuilding that.
1: Thanks to Gato, thanks to Tanahashi, thanks to all these other guys that um, played their parts to help bring New Japan. Back into the the new golden age where they are in right now, from 2010 to right now, you know they've been going strong since, and nothing's nothing trash so far has come out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Nah,
0: you may have shit you don't like, but it's not trash. They're really sound and soul on what they're doing right now.
1: Whereas most people at one point in time, wrestlers would say, "Well, WWE is the place that I want to go." You had new, you had WWE guys that was like, "Yo." I want to go over to New Japan, and I want to test my I want to test my 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 skills out there. One of the first um, WWE guys to make the uh, the jump from WWE to New Japan was um, Albert. Right. You know what I mean. Albert was the first one to do it. Then MVP did it. Then Shelton Benjamin did it, and then now
0: well Brock. Well, I think Brock well, did it out of Payday.
1: Brock did it for a Payday. It well, was, but I don't count him. I think yeah. he was
0: the ending of the Dark Ages.
1: Exactly. He was He was within the, that point of the Dark Age. Um, Giant Bernard was there when the Dark Ages, when they was just starting to crawl out of the Dark mm-hmm. Ages. And that was due due to guys like Tanahashi, makabi Toge, uh, Kojima, and... Uh, Uh, Liger, Nakamura, all those guys were doing their part to help bring New Japan to the forefront. You know what I mean? So, bringing that to speed, like I said, you got your MVPs and your Shelton Benjamins and then now you got your Juice Robinsons over there. You know, you got your um, Berettas over there. Like, all these guys have been doing a lot of great stuff, but let's bring things up to speed because we- Right, I was
0: about to say, let's let's get into the meat of it. Right. There's no way to start. So um, this week, I'm a little bit shaky. We we just had Strong Style Evolved. Right. I did not get a chance to process all of that show, so give us an update okay. of Strong Style Evolved.
1: Strong Style Evolved was at the uh, Pyramid in uh, Long Beach, California. Um not to cut you off, are they having a summer show? Yes, they are. As they did announce that, right? I skimmed
0: through it, but I didn't yeah, lock it in my memory. They
1: announced that in July July 7th that they're going to do the second G1 special at the world-famous Cow Palace.
0: Where's that going to be at?
1: That's going to be, well, I don't know where the Cow Palace is. We're going to learn right but now. Der, We're as a wrestler have everybody and their mom should know where the Cow Palace is. What's has. the name of the show? The, uh, the Cow Palace? The Cow Palace. Um, I believe
0: that's in California. Yes. Okay. As I, I travel a lot. Yes, it is
1: California. Dur. See, like San Francisco. That's exactly where this is in San Francisco. The Cal Palace is a staple of professional wrestling out in the West Coast. And New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to put on their G1 Climax special. So expect certain. In
0: California things. at the Dale, at the Daily. am I saying that right? Daily City. At the Dale City, Daily mm-hmm. City. Cow Palace.
1: Right. The Dale City Cow Palace. So, um, I don't want to speculate on certain events or certain main event matches because they hadn't an- hadn't announced any matches yet, but we're going to get back to Strong Style Evolve real quick. So, you know, you had a good turnout. Plus, not only that, you had the opening of the New Japan um, California Dojo um, that same weekend. I believe it was that Friday to be exact. Last Friday, um, the New Japan Dojo opened up. The head trainers there is Scorpio Sky and Katsuyuri Shibata. For those of you who are Oh, Shibata's a trainer there? He is the head trainer of the Is um, he still an active wrestler on the Um, roster, or
0: is he stepping completely away to be a trainer?
1: He's half and half. He's not competing yet. He hadn't been cleared to compete, but while he's training the um, students there, he will be also, I would assume, he's going to be training as well. There was a lot of people there at the opening of the Dojo. Of course, uh, Dave Meltzer was there. Um, And quite a few of the press people were there. But getting to the event, because I'm not gonna like stray on too much stuff for long. Um, The main event, one of the main event matches that was supposed to take place was Ray versus Um Jusha Liger, but that didn't take place. He was injured. He was injured because you know Ray has a um, torn bicep. Torn bicep, and not to
0: and allow me to interrupt. A lot of people don't know. um, As a person who has two knee injuries and i just found out that my shoulder is mm-hmm. torn your bicep is larger than what you realize that's, yeah, there's no such thing as a slightly tear that's a major uh-huh. surgery and that that can put you out
1: for 6 to 8 months absolutely that's without the rehab so that's true so like i said so ray wasn't able to compete but you know he was you know the, the person to step in was the junior heavyweight champion will osprey but we'll get into that in um in a matter of moments but i want to just like focus on some of the main matches that um had my attention that caught my eye um that i think we definitely need to talk about um the main match of course that caught my attention is the young bucks Versus the Golden Lovers.
0: Right. I, I well, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson. Yes. I did not see it. That is in my queue to watch. So break down to me what I'm going to be watching. And for people who already saw it and people who are going to watch it.
1: If you've been following everything since, uh, Currican Hall in January mm-hmm. with the split of, um, Bullet with, with Club, the, with the split of Bullet Club or the division of the Bullet Club. Um, these things have been playing up huge, huge ramifications. Curry well, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, staring up the pot within the Bullet Club. I'm
0: digging the blonde hair, you
1: embracing know. I embracing his father's look. Definitely. You know, getting making the, the, the guys choose sides. Um at the honor um honor rising event, um, it was the reuniting of the golden lovers. Um it's nice to
0: see Kenny in a colorful look instead of yes. that dead black look. Exactly. And he, and he went back and, to his old and, ways. And he's
1: and he's happy, and in, in many ways, at peace, like teaming up with um, Kota Ibushi, his longtime tag team partner and rival. Now, um, not to
0: make a joke, that Golden Lovers tag name, that shit threw me for a loop. I said, Golden Lovers? I said, what? I said, you know what? I'm not going to question it. It's Kenny Omega. Exactly. And he's able to pull anything off.
1: When I see them, when I saw them for the very first time, I thought Ryu and Ken.
0: When I see them. That's kind of what they are. Right. He's the American Ken. He's Ken. And 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 and, and Koda is, is the is Ryu. The training guy who's always in the exactly. mountains oh, doing all you cans exactly, under the fucking exactly. under the waterfall oh, waterfall.
1: So the very last night of the um on a rising event, you know, Kenny cu- closed out the show cutting a promo talking about how um him and Coda are the best tag team in the world and they are. And, which they Might are but, I, I say one of but that rubbed the Bucks the wrong way because the Bucks are the are the in all to be all as far as like tag teams as far as tag team wrestling going right and now and also
0: it's insulting because Kenny has been running around with those two guys as the elite exactly and now all of a sudden your boy comes back and the golden lovers are everything and the super kick kings are disrespected immediately
1: but The thing is, is that all of this really stemmed from Wrestle Kingdom 12 with Cody versus Kota Ibushi. Mm -hmm. Once um, Ibushi got the win over Cody, Cody has been attacking, blindsiding Kota Ibushi at every turn that he got. damn it to the point to where he was about to break the man's neck. But Kenny came out to make the save. Same thing happened when um, he dropped the United States belt to Jay White uh cody turned on kenny and coda came out to make the save bringing it to speed this mini civil war this match that you i think that you need to watch from oh i'm gonna to watch top, it tonight. top the bottom mm-hmm. this is in the same pedigree as flair versus michaels okay the reason why i say that because, is because it's a breakup match it's 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 kind of like a breakup match, but it's not really a breakup match. It's a match it was a match that had a lot of intrigue. like
0: well, let me say this, is it a match that's putting the elite away forever and everyone goes their separate ways?
1: It's not that kind of a match where the elite is going to be stepping and going their separate ways. It's a match to where it's like you tuned in to see what the hell's gonna happen and to be honest with you. What the hell is going to happen? Happened. These guys did bring everything and the kitchen sink. They told a great story. They told a great, great, great emotional story. Because everyone inside of the um the pyramid and those, I think, that were watching at home, they were in tune to see what the hell these four guys were going to do in this match. And, brother, let me tell you something. They pulled out all the stops in this contest. One of my favorite spots... Um, which I thought looked sick as hell was the double moon salt that the Bucks would do that the Bucks did on Coda. Mm-hmm. but rather than going into the second moon salt from off the top rope, Matt went off the top rope and put Kenny through a table with a dive and elbow drop. I'm definitely watching that. So that was damn good. And Kenny and the table will never make you feel sad. Exactly. And to me, the climactic part of the match was the uh how do you say it the, the the it was the emotional should I or shouldn't I can mm, I now or now I see or, what or you doing about I, that can. Shawn Michaels you know what I mean like you know Ric Flair thing, right whereas like Sean said I loved you Matt was telling Kenny put me away if you're gonna do it put me away <laughs> so there was a point to where Kenny was going to put Matt away with the one wing angel And he just put his arm down and wasn't going to do it. And Matt just caught him in the face and said, nah, damn it. You better catch me and do it now. Just get it over with. Mm. So he grabbed Kenny's arm, put it around his own neck, and made Kenny give him the one-wing angel. But the finish was a double V trigger. The Golden Lovers got the win. Street Fighter reference for people who don't know. They got the win over uh, the Young Bucks in this match. And Cody Rhodes comes out. He gets in the face of the young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt comes to t- you know to tell Cody, cool out. It's alright. It's all right. You know, right. it is what it is. He turns around and he shoves Matt down to the to the mat. Kenny and Coda comes back, clears the ring with um with Cody away, you know, clears Cody out of it. And then they um, go and shake hands with one another, with the exception of Matt. Matt then goes outside of the ring, and they go back to the locker room, and they close off the show. Now, I'm, I
0: am I want to say this purposely, and I'm going to bring, isn't it amazing how they're telling a phenomenal story throughout the same storyline and consistency through Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. all the indie shows they go to, yep. New Japan... And Gato is is trusting them,
1: and notwithstanding their
0: web series on YouTube, right? Not di- not taking away from that, but Gato is giving them enough trust to say, okay, this is how this I'm gonna approve this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's unconsciously said, or we don't know what's happening, but it's, let's say unconsciously being said, hey. Don't mess up that because we need this, this, and this for those shows. Absolutely. So not to bring WWE into this because this is pure New Japan talk. Should Vince and h H&M be taking notes from this I think on that they, how to book their yes, talent?
1: Yes, they do. They, I really think they need to. And not only that, Gato uses a lot of Memphis-style booking. We talked about that off um with his with his matchmaking. Yeah, you said he's he's big and, on the
0: psychology and, and the sovereign way that South did it. And, oh, and he almost has kayfabe on lock over here. Yes
1: he does. And then it goes into these next things that took place. Um we had um in a tag match actually no, I'm not even gonna get into Wait, that. Wait, hold tag on. Match. Let me
0: before before we leave this area, I wanna um no, I do want to get into a tag match. Uh Okada, Ishi versus Zack Sabre and Suzuki Gun.
1: Just to let you guys know, I'm sad, sadly you can't see it, but I'm wearing a Zack Sabre Jr. shirt.
0: So, my question to you is, and I'm going to we talked about this before. You know I'm a big Okada fan. Mm-hmm. I love everything that he does. I've been a fan of his since day 1. Right? I think it's time for him to take a well-rested break because he's looking slower. He He's not he's in
1: shape, but there's something in his face that says, I'm tired. He is tired because right about now, there's only one thing that he's looking to do. Mm-hmm. He's looking to break um, the, Tanahashi's the record right. of the 11 defenses. He's going into his 11 defense mm-hmm. against the New Japan Cup winner, Zack Sabre Jr., and this is going to be a real test. That Okada only has through. ten right now, right? He has ten. He's, 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 he has ten. Um, so to defenses. break it,
0: do you think they're going to go into twelve defenses? Well, or do you think they keep the belt on him for another year and give him several matches?
1: I think what they can do, and they, if they want to have him retain the title against Zach, because um, let's possible. be honest,
0: Zach is not getting that world title.
1: Well. Maybe he won't be getting the IWGP boat, but however, the buildup mm-hmm. is incredible. And this goes back to the New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. Zach Sabre Jr., since he's been coming back, since he's come back from um, Rev Pro, mm-hmm. um, won the New Japan Cup a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Right? He went through four of the best wrestlers. In New Japan Pro Wrestling. He went through and tapped out Naito Tetsuya. Right. He had a stoppage on Kota Ibushi. Mm -hmm. a A rough stop. So he won a decision by submission. He has a submission victory over Sonata. One half of the IWGP Tag Team Champions. And he has a submission victory over Hiroshi Tanahashi, who went into this tournament three... I was just in, looking up the history of... us uh, winning this tournament um, with three wins himself, um, defeating um, Juice Robinson, mm-hmm. defeating Balak Fale, and I... Think he might have beaten in his first match, uh, Lance Archer, right? Okay, um, so he's beaten these three guys, and was this close to defeating Zack Saber Jr., but Zach got the submission hold on him.
0: Um, and him you talk about out. Okada?
1: Whereas with Okada, But who you say had all those victories? It was um Zack Saber. Zack Saber, he. Wait, this is Zack Saber Junior. and Zach Saber. Zachs I'm, i ZSJ. Zack Saber Junior. Zack Saber. I'm just calling him like that. You know. Oh, I thought it was two separate people. No, it's just one person. Wait, wait, wait. So, Zach Saber Junior. got the win over four of the top of New Japan Pro Wrestling to win the cup. Mm-hmm. Also.
0: And as arrogant as he was in the background, talking his shit.
1: It's Taka Michinoku. It's talking his shit. God damn. Taka is killing it right now.
0: Well, remember I told you, it's weird that Taka Michinoku showed up out of left field. It was someone I had completely forgotten about. Unfortunately, WWE did more damage to his
1: career than for his career. Right. So seeing him... The smart thing that Taka did was go back to Japan... And and wrestle. Work freelance doing everything for Sasuke and Ultimo Dragon for Michinoku Pro, freelancing over there in um All Japan pro wrestling, freelancing for New Japan. Just freelancing period has just been like the best thing that he can do. And being that he is like the mouthpiece for, for the Gaijin um for Suzuki Goon, mm. he's in the right place at the right time and he can counteract um Gato in this um in this particular circumstance. Now they had the tag match against um Okada and Ishii, which was a great match. Um Zack Saber Jr. Minoru Suzuki defeated um Ishii and um Okada in this match. Which was very good. Which is setting up for their main event match at Sakura Genesis. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be that's going to be one hell of a match between those two. I think that if they do this the way that I believe that they're doing it, Zack Saber Junior. is going to become IWGP Heavyweight Champion.
0: If and and I'm against him becoming that because I felt Kenny should. I think it's past for him at this moment. But Kenny Omega should 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 be soon. Absolutely, IWGP uh, Champion. And I, you know. I agree did not to say like this but the Japanese are definitely not playing any games when it comes to putting someone other than Japanese with that title
1: right and if anything if Kenny Omega wins the IWGP belt it's going to be him as a babyface winning the title that's what I was saying and I think see in New Japan they're
0: comfortable with baby face versus babyface. Right. And, they're and also the states comfortable with not. Heel.
1: And they're also comfortable with heel versus heel.
0: So I want to jump to something. It was the eighth match of the night. It had a 60-minute time limit. And it was for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Oh, man. Jay White versus Hangman Page. And I want to say something here. For me, Jay White is a hit or miss. I don't know what it is about him, but some moments I love him, and some moments I'm like, why the fuck is he on my TV screen? When
1: you see Jay White, um, you see Kenny Omega light because of the semi-identical look, the semi-identical styling, mm-hmm. the semi-identical presence. Only but he as- looks
0: more like a fucking grease ball. He looks like he really lives the grease ball life. When you look at Kenny Omega, we know this is a smooth guy yeah. with the grease look.
1: But the thing about it is, is that the quote-unquote grease ball. Is a graduate from the New Japan Dojo as a young boy.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not he, questioning. He,
1: he made his excursion to ROH, had his um his little feud with Bullet Club, and all of that transition in that um excursion helped him to develop this switchblade character.
0: Right. And and that's not the part I'm questioning.
1: But as far as like his match with Adam Page, that was a dope ass match. Mm-hmm. Now you talk about um. Like just pulling out all the stops, both guys pulled out everything.
0: I don't know why I have a trouble watching him. If I don't you know what it is. Why wa- you
1: you watch this match?
0: No, I watched it, and I just, I, I this is one of those matches that I don't know. It just made me reject looking at the show for a little bit. It's
1: the suplexes. It's his Saito suplexes. That's what I love about Jay White. Mm-hmm. The way that that man hits a suplex from out of nowhere. As a matter of fact, he hit Adam Page with a with a with a with a with a cytoplex on the ring apron then hit him with a cytoplex outside the ring and it looked like Adam 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 Page was walking around damn they could have broke his neck not once not twice but damn they three times and page stepped his game up you know he really stepped his game up and he really wants he really wanted to become the US champion mm-hmm. because he feels that the United States championship should be defended in America by an American thus it being the United States championship. He mentioned how like okay, Kenny Canadian first champion, Jay White Kiwi.
0: Right. Second so champion. when does the Japanese say fuck that. We're putting one on our own on the title and let the Americans respect that.
1: Well, they it will happen eventually. It and will, it and will happen eventually. Why not
0: with someone like Naito?
1: If not Naito.
0: Because that's the perfect person.
1: Naito is more heavyweight, more IWGP heavyweight. Right, and that is a heavyweight title.
0: Right, but that title, if they're going to put their stink on it, shouldn't there be.
1: A Japanese should hold it. I agree with you, but the mm-hmm. thing is, is that New Japan right now is looking at American uh, expansion. Mm-hmm. So having the United States title on on a gaijin makes more sense than putting the title on a Japanese a Japanese worker. Now, not to say that it ain't going to happen. Eventually, it will happen. But look for a Tomohiro Ishii to be the U.S. champion. Look for a Hiroki Goto to be the U.S. champion. Look for um, maybe... Uh, a young lion when they graduate to become the U.S. champion. Look for maybe David Finley to become U.S. champion or Juice Robinson to become the U.S. champion. Now,
0: hold on for a second. Before we get into that, David Finley got a future. Yes, he does. And it was, an, they had the second match of the night. It was David Finley, Juice Robinson, Gate versus Gato, and Gato.
1: Um,
0: Hiroki Gato.
1: Haruki Goto, that's right.
0: Um, Michael Goto, excuse me, it's, David Finley. It, one, I love seeing Gato get in the ring because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do it, right? And he just keep, his presence and his his wrestling character and his business presence doesn't affect the business that's happening, right? But David Finley, Jesus fucking Christ, he <laughs> he's, speared, he's gonna be he's he he, he speared, might be a future WWE champion. He
1: spared the fuck out of Jay White. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of that match, he spit the fuck out of him. But that, but this match with Goto and Gato against um uh, G- Finley and Robinson. Finley and Robinson is the setup um for Sakura Genesis, the singles match between um Goto and
0: Robinson. So this is my thing. I, I'll say this: I think Goto is. I think who he chooses to wrestle is who he wants to get a feel for. Mm-hmm. Before they get a major push. Right. And I think he's like an a Xbox in a sense, how WWE fed people to Xbox to see if they got it or not. Yeah. And I think he does it himself. In this situation, I think he's doing it himself to get a filler for these guys.
1: Ross pretty much also said that Goto reminds him of Bret Hart. Mm. As far as, like, being a mechanic in a ring, not putting on a bullshit match with anyone, you're going to get a real good... You're going to get your money's worth watching a Bret Hart match. Right. That's how you're going to get your money's worth watching a Goto match. Yeah, you're, you're and, never going to... And, and Goto... You mean Gato or Goto? Goto. Horoki Goto, who's Got the you. never openweight champion. Right. Um,
0: Which is a belt that seems to be falling by the wayside with that company.
1: Well, this this belt right here is pretty much, you know... It's it's the it's the it's the um the mid card belt next to the intercontinental, mm-hmm. and um that belt does mean something based on the names who's held it, such as Shibata, uh, Makabe, um, Masato Tanaka, mm-hmm. and um, even uh, the founder of the belt himself Naito Tetsuya, mm-hmm. and um, Yujiro Takahashi. Those guys um really did something with that title, um even Minoru Suzuki, um holding on to that title for a good portion of the year last year mm-hmm. did a damn good job with that title. Right. The Never Open Weight Championship, it's open to um juniors and heavies. Um so you know you get to see a lot of different challengers coming at it. And if they're looking to push Juice Robinson like I know that they are, mm-hmm. then that's going to be the stepping stone for him to become the Never Open Weight Champion. Right. So that's um, smart money says um as Sakura Genesis um, and I don't remember who
0: won this match. Chris Robinson
1: is going to become the new never open weight champion.
0: So in this match with with, the, with Finley and Robinson versus uh, Gato and Gato, uh, Goto, who won that match?
1: I think it was Finley. He got the pin on Gato.
0: So they're they're, they're putting their money behind that boy.
1: Yes. Um. Let me see here. Uh, we had Rey Mysterio, who was supposed to wrestle against Jushin Thunder Liger. Right, but instead we got
0: pace. Will Ospreay in Will his place. Will I Aerial did not Assassin. watch that match. How did that go?
1: I think that was a very good match from top to bottom. And um, at the end, you know, since Liger's winding down, he, you know, of course they gave the rub to Will Ospreay in this match. Mm-hmm. Will Ospreay told the world at the end of the match that um, he's no one, you know, as, as much of it was an honor for him to wrestle against Juice and Thunder Liger, he's not a replacement for anybody. Mm -hmm. And that he will defend his title and to make the Junior Heavyweight Championship the most prestigious Junior Heavyweight Cruiserweight title of all time. Right. As long as he's champion. He's definitely on that
0: space race to do that.
1: And he said, and to do that, I need to wrestle against the very best. So he said, Ray, when your arm gets better, you and me for the title, we have to do this. And then, That's
0: if Ray doesn't sign with a lucrative WWE deal because WWE is looking for a Spanish speaking yes. Latin American superstar to lead the fort for them.
1: That's true. But Ray accepted the match mm-hmm. and told him that I'm with it. Right. Until he signs a deal, right. one or the other. So, but now, in the process of that, Marty Scrawl comes out and he attacks Ray and he snatches Ray's mask off. Mm hmm. And he attacks Will Ospreay
0: and did, did it expo- expose Roy uh Ray's face completely? No, they covered his face. Okay.
1: You know. Um and then he takes the the junior heavyweight title and he's holding in the sand because he's next up in he's next in line for a singles rematch against mm. um Will Ospreay. Uh for the Marty
0: Skrull has embraced his gimmick on such a scale Listen, that
1: it's almost movie character like like the villain Marty Skrull is one of the best juniors of all time and
0: he's embraced i mean he, he i'm is, talking about he, really yes. he embraced that character yes. he and you know he knows it's over the top he you know he knows it's movie-esque mm-hmm. and you know he knows and he knows how to perform it i think he got a lot of elements he loved oh, naturally yeah, into yeah. it so with that being said the fourth match of the night which had a 20 minute time limit was tunga uh Tanga uh, and Tama, the
1: Gorillas of Destiny, versus, one of my
0: favorite tag teams, versus, versus Marty Scroll and Cody.
1: Now, this matchup in its own right was very interesting for several things. One, Cody um, and Marty getting the uh, the face the, the face in, uh, the, uh, getting the heat from the crowd. Every time oh, they, that drew Cody, they drew it in. Every time that Cody held the microphone, the fans booed him. Every time Marty held the microphone, the fans cheered him. Whereas the Tongans, the G- Gorillas of Destiny, was standing there watching this whole thing. So Cody goes into the Bullet Club is fine. You know, everything is good. And, you know, everything's fine. This is all like Kenny Omega's fault, blah, blah, blah. And he said, but you know, you got to have respect for and the And mind Tongans. you, this is
0: a full Bullet Club match. Yes. This is Bullet Club versus Bullet Club.
1: So um, while this is going on, he's like, yeah, you know, um, I know where you guys stand. You guys stand with me. You guys is Team Cody. Loa says
0: the wild boy of the
1: bunch. No, no, this is the this the this. No, this no,
0: no. Excuse me. Tonga is the wild one. Tom,
1: yeah. <laughs> Thomas. First of all,
0: Thomas the star. No, now let's break away for a second before you go, because I want you to go there with this. But if there's one match I need to see in WWE,
1: it's. The
0: Gorillas of Destiny versus the motherfucking Usos.
1: Oh, you fucking right.
0: That that match, that match it, right there, it can, must happen. That it, that can main event it, it, WrestleMania it, on the low. It must happen. It, it must ha- happen. Even if it's a one-time only it match, it must happen. The Gorillas versus the Usos, <sighs> the, the promo game. What? Come on, that could be the match before the main event of WrestleMania, and they will take the just, air out of everybody. Just
1: as long as the WWE don't put a filter on Tama. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that that, yeah. that nigga don't give a fuck what so, he say.
1: Let's get into it. Right. So going, so, so going now, back to the match. So now Tonga Tonga, Tonga Tonga, Loa cuts the promo and tells Cody, there's only one team that really matters. That's Bullet Club OGs. <laughs> we ain't no motherfucking team, Kenny. We ain't we no, we ain't no team Cody. We ain't with you. And this match is gonna happen tonight. Thomas just standing there like
0: Whatever you want, baby, we can do it.
1: Whatever, nigga, let's go. So now they going at it, they brawling, doing their thing, doing their thing, doing their thing. Brandy Rose. Brandy Rhodes. That's oh a bad. Hold
0: on, can we pause for a second? That's a bad
1: bitch. Shout out to Brandy Rhodes.
0: Let me tell you, Brandy, I'll knock the bottom out that pussy. I'll tell it. I'll, I'll tell <laughs> Cody to his face.
1: Keep that bitch away from me because I'm a try it. She I'ma try called it. Tama a nappy headed beast. She was like, "You get away from my man, you nappy headed beast. What are you out your mind?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it, at least a black woman said it." Right, well, yeah, but it's like, yo, hold up, you calling a, you calling a, you calling a Samoan, a Tongan, a a a a a nappy head beast, a, a nappy head beast. I'm like, wow, that's crazy.
0: What was his response to that? He
1: was like, you just got to see it yourself.
0: Yeah, boy. I'm gonna look it up in you a minute. I, mean? I gotta, because that me, I was in and out during this whole show.
1: But it was a good match between those two. I'll give it a, a three and a half. Um, Cody and Marty did get the yeah. win in this match. We will
0: create our own rating system, you know, people. They,
1: they it was it was a good match. It wasn't a disappointment, it wasn't a stinker. It was a really good match from top to bottom between those four guys. So,
0: so yeah, and and there's only so much you could there was a lot of tag team matches yes. on this show. And the third match of the night, and yes, I am going out of order, tw- with a twenty minute time limit was Chucky e. T, yay, yeah, uh I can't. Yano, Yano Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus and Killer Lance. Lee Squad. Yes. Yeah, uh Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. I'm done with Davy Boy Smith Jr. I don't even know why he's still in the business. Well, because
1: he's where he needs to be right about now. Where he was it, in it ain't WWE. A good spot. Actually, where he was in WWE, I mean, it wasn't shit. Whereas where he is right now in New Japan Pro Wrestling as a part of K.E.S. as a part of the heavyweight tag team division along with Lance Archer, those two fit. Those two work well together. I mean, they're three-time I.W.G.P. heavyweight tag team champions. Uh, last holding the titles and losing the title to um, uh, Sonata and Evil um, at Wrestle Kingdom. Them boys is something else. And 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 like Harry you know he he's he's doing a good he's he's done a great job he's done a great say, job he is a decent wrestler
0: i think he still hasn't found his his niche that I, makes him
1: i think he has within the last few years between um his his work between both new japan and with noah mm-hmm. um he he's also more, he's was more, a
0: defiance he, champion i want no no he's
1: more, he's he's also um he's a submission wrestling tournament champion mm-hmm. Um, he's trained in the snake pit. Um, so he's a hook and shoot guy. The thing is, is that it's many people will say it's personality. He is developing his personality. He has that mean streak. But it took him, it took him almost 10 years to do it. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink.
0: I think when it comes and not to bring up WWE in this conversation, I think it's good to say it's safe to say that WWE did not know what to do with him, and I think that his name was more powerful than who he was within the company at that time.
1: And not only that, he did the smart thing. He trademarked and copywritten his As father's he
0: name. he should have. Where Cody should have done the same thing exactly. early in the game.
1: Or, 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 or um, Dustin should have also. And who won that particular match? Um KES got the pinfall over um Yano and Chucky T.
0: All right. So before I go to the big match, which I consider one of the big matches of the night, the first match was a twenty-minute time limit. You had uh, Yao Shao. You have Rapony three K.
1: Versus um SoCal um versus SoCal Unlimited. Right. Which is um which was um, uh, Scorpio Sky, Frank Kazarian, and um yeah, Christopher, Christopher Daniels, Daniels. Yeah. against um Show Yo and um Rocky Romero. This was a great match. This was uh, Roppongi 3K's. Hold on. You like this match? I thought this was the worst match on the show. Actually, it was good because I actually like um, showing. You personally
0: like it. I thought this was, I didn't see the audience too engaged. I felt like they was, it felt like it was forced. And I think also Christopher Daniels, he might be at the end of his road as well. well. Well, he's 50.
1: Well, yeah. But, you know, the oldest guy on the New Japan roster is freaking Manabu Nakanishi. Mm-hmm. and Yuji Nagata and Tenzon those guys are still in Liger those guys are still bringing heat right so if anything if it is the end of the road for Christopher Daniels he's in the right place at the right time at as far as like ROH slash um New Japan Pro Wrestling because this plate he can he can help those guys out and especially you know since the New Japan Dojo's there now he could be a guest trainer there
0: right so and who won that match in general
1: It was Rapongi 3K and Rocky Romero this sets up for um Rapongi 3K to get a junior heavyweight tag team title match mm-hmm. against Suzuki goon right um I forgot the, the, the I think it's, ah, damn it I can't think of the other guy's name but I know it's um De- El Desperado because he's holding um the title with the guy and they are the uh junior champions. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's gonna be pretty good. I think it would be a damn good match. And then you also had. um,
0: Oh, I'm about to. uh, I'll let me run the names off to you now. So they were the fifth match of the night, but will be considered the largest match, the four-four tag match, which was Bushi, Sonata, Naito, and Takahashi.
1: Which was uh, yeah, which was um, Los Ingrenobles de Japón versus. um, Hold on, Dragon Lee, Taguchi. Yeah, Ryuki, Kushida, uh, Kushida, and, Kushida Tanahashi. and
0: Tanahashi. So, with Riguchi, that 4-4, yeah. it's Riguchi a forgotten-about match.
1: Yeah. But was it wasn't
0: memorable at all, really. But
1: it was the first meeting in a while for both Tanahashi and Naito since um, the Dome Show.
0: So, it's funny you say that. You remove those two,
1: mm-hmm. and that match is almost non-existent. You
0: Pretty. add those two. Yeah and the match is existing. So to me this was one of those weird 50-50 matches where we know that there's four is eight guys in the ring. We know that they're about to, about to perform, but we're not it wasn't it seemed like it was just okay. We got 20 minutes. Yeah. Let's work for 17 and get out the ring.
1: Exactly. But overall that was that and was And the match, an match didn't have
0: edge. a meaning and it wasn't connecting to no major stories, no nothing. No,
1: cuz really you just had like the two guys that tapped out to Zack Sabre Jr you have uh R- 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 uh Taguchi Ryusuke, who's doing the um team team Taguchi, mm-hmm. you know which is a pretty nice little little faction there and whatnot and then you had um kushida who's making his return glad to see him back um against like i said like los noblebles like the like the top heel or the top tweener um faction in the company. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because they know their role, as far as like their um where, their positioning. Sonata, um the, one of the best pure athletes in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now, uh student of the great Muda, one half of the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Guys walking around with both belts, which is pretty dope. Until when mm. Evil comes back, Evil would have been in this match if his orbital orbital bone wasn't broken. Um, so there they have a mandatory defense against um killer elite squad at secure genesis, so that's gonna take place.
0: Right um a- actually Sakura Genesis is actually tomorrow, Friday night.
1: Right. And March thirtieth in Japan. And then you have um well, in Tokyo, Japan, excuse then me. Then you have um Bushi and you have um Hamaru who are challenging Suzuki Gun and perhaps maybe once again um uh showing yo in 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 a three way again for the junior tag team titles but I believe they're going to do a a regular tag match first before they do another uh three way or multi multi-person tag match for those belts all right so
0: let's bring this episode to a close this is our new Japan coverage um I definitely want to talk about next week I want to talk about secure Genesis I think they got two shows coming up as I look at the schedule and
1: mm-hmm. the next week.
0: We got Secure Genesis. Well, I guess it's two events, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, it's because you have you have Rhodes of Secure Genesis and then you have Secure Genesis. You have Secure Genesis, yeah. Then right. we have
0: that. Um they're both pretty big. One is extremely tag team heavy. Mm-hmm. So I guess next week we'll cover those two shows. Right. Or cover the roundabout of everything that happened. Mm-hmm. I just was looking at the lineup. I don't see many title defenses. The well, main, we do yeah, the, we do have one.
1: The main title defense is going to be Zach Zack Sabre, Sabre Jr. versus Okada for the IWGP Championship title belt. Um the other one, like I said, although they hadn't announced it yet, it's a guarantee it's going to be um David Fenley versus Switchblade J White for the US Championship.
0: Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then they got um, which they they say is the seventh match of the night. Um, the 80th champion, Will Ospreay, the Will junior Ospreay. heavyweight champion, versus Marty Scroll.
1: Yeah, Marty Marty versus Will for the junior heavyweight title. Uh, I believe that they're you know like I said, um, Killer Lee Squad challenging Sonata and Evil for the tag team title. I believe also you
0: have the junior heavyweight tag team championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, 57th tag team
1: champion El, Desperado, El Desperado. Desperado and um. What's the what's the what's Ayo, the
0: Shibushi versus Sho Yo uh uh-huh. versus hold on let me scroll down versus uh Takahashi and Bushi.
1: Yes, the three way for the um junior tag team titles. That's right. I figured as much. And then if I'm not mistaken, I think they just might be doing it. Um Makabi. No, I don't I'm saying Maccabi. No, Makabi. No, well it's not also,
0: Maccabi. let me interrupt you. The the they have a never open weight six man tag match, yes, which the gorillas is Elgin of Destiny. Yeah, which is the Gorillas of Destiny, which with also uh fell. Yeah, Balik Fale versus and, um
1: well, res- Tapan, Japan. Which Michael would be, Elgin and Michael 2G. Elgin, Makabi Togi, and yeah. Tanahashi, I believe.
0: So that's pretty much the big matches of the night. Everything else seems to be filling.
1: And um, I believe if they, I believe they might do it. I'm not too sure. Naito Tetsuya versus Min, um Minor Suzuki for the Intercontinental Title. Um. If it's Let's not on see. this card, it's going to be coming soon.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not on this card. Okay, actually, he's not even booked on this show.
1: Well, they'll probably they'll probably find some way to book it right. somehow because they got a strong nine matches.
0: They got a strong nine matches. It, it seems like all his shows is not booked over nine matches. Right
1: now, I want to spotlight one person right about now. I know that we focus we focused on Okada and we focused on um, Zack Saber Jr., but I want to talk about Minoru Suzuki. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the year that this man is having right about now. Minoru Suzuki, um, since coming back to New Japan Pro Wrestling last year um, from his quote-unquote exile from New Japan to Pro Wrestling Noah, um, he's had a great year. After winning the GAC heavyweight title, um, coming back to New Japan, the first belt that he won was the Never Openweight title. Mm -hmm. And he's done a great... He was doing a great... He did a great job... To become the never open weight champion, to drop the belt at Kingdom to Hiroki Goto in a hair versus hair match for the title. Mm-hmm. Um he lost, Goto won the um the title, Minoru Suzuki shaved off his hair, grew his hair back and so forth. And then he went on in February to defeat Tanahashi for the Intercontinental Championship. Right. By submission, which has never been done. Tanahashi has never lost a, never lost a match by submission. Pinfalls, yes, but he's never lost a match to submission in submission. And the fact that Minoru Suzuki won the Intercontinental Championship is now putting him in place to perhaps do the other thing that Tenru has done, which was to win the major heavyweight titles. He's won the inter, he's won he's the Intercontinental champion now. He's a never overweight champion. He was never overweight champion. He won the All Japan Triple Crown. He won the GHC heavyweight championship. Mm. He's held the IWGP tag titles, the um All Japan um World Tag Team. He's extremely decorated without you know what question. I mean? King but of Pancras the question is things. where do
0: they go with him from now? Because unfortunately there's a love affair with Okada and the world heavyweight championship. Right. And the next person who becomes champion is not going to be given the defense game. No. They're not they're going to get two or three defenses and then it moves on. And it
1: goes back to Okada.
0: Right. The the question is where does it when when do we get the person who's going to replace Okada and break the defense record? It's and either, are we 3 to 4 years out from that?
1: I'd say we're about a year and a half from that. So if who any, would
0: that person be?
1: It's either it's down to two people. It's down to two people. It it's e- if it's if Zack Sabre Jr does not win the championship
0: well, he's the two-to-three title defense guy if he, he does.
1: If he does not win the title, mm-hmm. it's either going to have to be Naito Tetsuya or it's going to have to be Kenny Omega.
0: Now, question. Kenny Omega is not against going to WWE. So, the safe run, you get Kenny Omega and we finally get him crowned as champion. We get two or three defenses and then we get um Naito.
1: But... I don't see Kenny leaving quite so yet because he's also looking to get an IWGP heavyweight title shot with Kota Ibushi. But you got to also think about it. it. Also, is timing.
0: Maybe he may know. See, more than anyone, he knows what his time limit is in New Japan. And I think he knows 2019, 2020, he has to be gone. Right. Because then he turns into one of those guys who he's just another, how do you say, He's just another American buying his time. He's at the top of the mountain right now. And he's not even in the world title picture. So the question would be, when do we, when do they say, this is your time, but you're not going to break the defense record. You're going to get two or three, maybe even five defenses. And then he knows, because you got to remember, this game is about how much money you can make. That's true. WWE is going to pay him the big dollars. I
1: look at it like this. If he does not, if he doesn't do it, keep in mind that the G1 Climax is coming up. And has there ever been a two-time winner of the G1 Climax? Masachuno was the only one to win it.
0: But in this generation.
1: In this this generation, uh, actually, Tanahashi did it.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, but, but it seems like he didn't even get a chance to capitalize he, on he, that record. He did it, and
1: so did Naito.
0: But these guys, but they didn't capitalize. They didn't get that capitalized where it turned into marketing and dollars and right. more fame.
1: But I think if Kenny wins it this year, good chance that he just might be able to do it.
0: And he's the one who takes down the defense because we know it. Okada's holding that belt down. For the next six months, he's going. We're going to get fifteen title defenses from him. Yeah, we we know he's like the he's Ric Flair in it right now. with so defenses. like, because
1: like after he after he after he gets past, um, after he gets past the G one climax, mm-hmm. he has one title defense, one or two title defenses. Um, afterwards, after mm-hmm. the, after the G one, then from there it's World Tag League. So right. he's he's gonna have a guaranteed break. From title, title defenses. from title
0: defenses, and when is World Tag Week? The World Tag League is usually in December. Oh, so we're really months. This conversation is a months out conversation. But he's not coming off that title this year, unfortunately. That that belt leaves his body. If it, like you said, if 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 they believe in Saber and they go with Saber, then yeah. Mm-hmm. But if he does, it's immediately going back to a, Okada.
1: A lot of people were thinking that it should have been Naito to win at Kingdom this Remember, past year. Remember we spoke about uh, yeah.
0: that. Remember I told you I was disappointed. It should have been Naito who walked out mm-hmm. and Naito should be champion and then it should be Naito versus Omega at the next Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That me and you talked about that for at least 2 weeks straight.
1: So I believe there's a good chance one of those two one of those possible scenarios will probably take place. But I also see this. He beats Zach Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi would definitely have to get a crack at the belt just one time, so that he can uh, maybe, you know, prevent him from breaking that record of the most most title defenses.
0: Right, I agree. So we'll see. My next year prediction is definitely Okada um, Omega. That's how I feel. And Omega won't be there long. Mm. Because Omega's smart. His contracts are always up. One year. In February. Mm -hmm. In the January, beginning of February. If he's smart, he's probably one of the only people who can walk into WWE, immediately win a Rumble, and become world champion. Yep. I think so too. And I think that can only happen if he becomes... IWGP, IWGP WGP champion. champion, and unfortunately, that championship—not not, not unfortunately—greatly that championship now can decide where your career goes. Mm-hmm. Where five years ago, and didn't do that, and the person who made that possible was AJ Styles. Yeah, he really put that world title on an American global map.
1: Yes, he did, because when he became IWGP champion, he was the toast of the town.
0: Yeah, you the celebrations, this that, and the other. It felt like someone genuinely broke into the business and won that title for sheer credibility.
1: But, but I say, to the, the the breakout star New Japan Pro Wrestling, outside of Okada, outside of Omega, outside of Naito, Tamatanga. You You know
0: so You way. know what's So, and you know what's so crazy? If they really want to. they could could put him in that world title picture immediately.
1: Well, fuck around. They might as well just have Tom just win the G1 Climax.
0: Why not? His promos is the ones that's getting it there. So we'll Mm -hmm. leave it on that note. All right, now. Tom Tonga, IWGP champion. That's what he should be. Word. But that's us being biased as fuck. But who cares? Damn right. Mark, I appreciate the time. Hey,
1: no problem, man. You know we gotta do this shit again. Episode
0: two in the wraps next right. week. We'll talk about our normal shit, WWE, New Japan, and then we'll introduce some indie stuff.
1: Absolutely. All right, There's man. There's a lot of ROH stuff that we can get our hands on to talk about. Without
0: question, yeah. We just don't talk about Impact. We don't. We don't talk about uh, what's that other company name? Fuck that owl, as Reby Hart said. (sighs) Anyway, thank you guys for listening. (laughs) I'm Dietrich Davis.
1: I'm Mark Knight, a.k.a. Mark Morell, a.k.a. that guy named Mark. He'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our other wrestling show. Uh, It's Wrestlers with Experience, and we're covering WWE. This is our second episode where we're covering New Japan. We'll try to bring you guys two to three shows a week and then small one-minute updates during the week as we find out wrestling news as it happens. Don't forget to listen to Important Nobodies, which is the other show on this YouTube channel, which is called Dietrich Davis. On Demand, subscribe, hit the like button, hit the bell, because you know YouTube and that bell game.
1: Mm-hmm. But um,
0: that's pretty much it. Thank you, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Stay up and be good. Peace.